0: Mike's Daily Podcast. F- 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 episode 1,469. 1469 was the summer of 69. I am your host, Mike Matthews, here at Cafe Anyway. Hey, we got an extra fan to the Mike's Daily Podcast page on Facebook. Woo! That's wonderful. Today we'll hear from Shelley Shuhart Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Mike's- Daily Podcast. And if I sound a little tired, it's because we had our company lunch yesterday. Mike's Daily Podcast. We do a company lunch, and it's awesome because our receptionist, who's also an on-air personality, she does something you can't resist, and that is she makes delicious food. And yesterday she made stroganoff. My... Word now to rhyme with that would be uh off mics daily podcast brain is off it's on it's off strogan off so that's basically what happened mics but then daily right afterwards podcast there was a meeting yeah and what happens is is when you have a meeting right after a enormous lunch like that it's very difficult to get through said meeting and the meeting took a lot longer than it should have because of the food coma we were all experiencing but i really don't like You could just walk in i don't like meetings i do not like them i know it's a part of corporate america when i was a program director in alabama i had to do a monday morning meeting every week and it was always like you guys need to stop doing this and you got to start doing this But the guy that had the who ran the meeting back when I was a program director Look who else For cumulus He would treat us like children like little kids And the guy that carried out the meeting yesterday he did it well he did it like a professor Because he was cleaning his glasses the whole time he was doing the meeting so, No, not in a maniacal way. He was just cleaning his glasses and he did it much better than the guy back in Alabama. Oh boy. But I used to dread those Monday morning meetings. Anyway, a bunch of people walked in. Cafe anyway. 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 Hello, McMatthews, it's jelly It's too hard to get chef supervisor. Oh my God. And here's today's podcast picture. I hate the Monday morning meetings you have with all of us here at Cafe anyway. Anyway. Well, I want us all to be on the same page. And there are some things going on around here, quite frankly, that I think are being things dropped in through cracks. And I I think I need to address, we need to have them all addressed. Look who else is here. well Mike, this is Floyd, the floor man. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Mike, we're going to walk right out right now if you're going to have this stupid meeting. Well, I, we, all right, I won't. That's okay, we're going to leave anyway Wow, they left through the big door Okay, well it's just you and I then And all these people that we're hearing in the background The cafe anyway, podcast picture for Mike's Daily Podcast today Is, oh, it's another Halloween picture And this is kind of an odd one so somebody had one of those inflatable those those inflatable Halloween things are big they've been big for the past couple of years you know you light them up that you they get lit they light up and they get filled up full of hot air like many a talk show host as you know they get filled up and they look awesome in the front yard well this Thing has been been deflated It's a ghost or something, it's deflated And it's lying on the front yard of someone So check that picture out It's kind of funny Mike'sDailyPodcast.com And you can also help out the show through the Amazon link At Mike'sDailyPodcast.com I was in the process Of buying some shoes recently And when I went to Check out on Amazon.com I first went to Mike'sDailyPodcast.com To do that And I clicked on the link. But then I realized uh, that something was wrong with my order and I had to cancel. And, well, now I don't have the shoes. But if I had gone through the order, I would have shoes now. Oh, by the way, I got a a mail, in the mail, a jury, you know, I never, ever, ever got picked for jury or had to go show up for jury duty. Until I moved to the Bay Area. I've lived in California all my life. I lived in Alabama for two years. In Alabama never got jury duty. Or, or you know got. Uh, keep your eye out for. You have to check in on this particular date. To see if you're going to be on a jury. For jury selection. Uh, jury summons. But here as soon as I moved. To the Bay Area. This was now. I've lived in the Bay Area. For nine years now. Nope, eight. Eight years. Every, just about every year I've gotten a jury summons. So, now my new one, though, this is a different one. It's not you're on call for this one day and you got to check in the night before. I'm on call for a whole week. So, I got to talk to the people at my my full-time job about that. Because that's going to be an issue. Uh, so, well... The point where we veered We veered to the left and veered to the right On this show today I don't know where we are now Oh, the Amazon link And yeah, so check that out com. There's also the PayPal on there And all the other past podcasts Past shows, interviews Which I've now almost completely alphabetized You can hear some interesting musicians I've talked to And artists, guests Of all kinds and authors, hey! I was a guest on a, a show that will be heard on KDOW this weekend at two thirty on Saturday and at one thirty on Sunday. So if you want to hear me live on the airwaves in the Bay Area, you'll be able to tune in to AM twelve twenty at two thirty on Saturday and one thirty on Sunday. This is in the afternoon, not in the frickin' morning when. I'm usually asleep. So, well, we have this story about Trump being in, insensitive to the family of the fallen soldier. And, uh, well, you knew he, he knew what he had signed up for, that whole thing. But what's very interesting to a lot of people is why we have soldiers in Niger to begin with. And why four of them died American soldiers And so lawmakers on Capitol Hill Are still searching for answers About that Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Joseph Dunford said yesterday That US troops waited An hour after the ambush began to call For help. He said it took An additional 60 minutes for French air Power to arrive on the scene But then it was too late for the four Americans CBS's New, uh, new. The major Garrett of CBS News reports that from President Donald Trump's earliest days in office, he has urged field commanders to carry out more counterterrorism operations, all the while promising minimum second-guessing from Washington. But with Senator John McCain and others calling for more information and hinting at investigations, that approach may be meaning it's deadliest and most politically hazardous test in Niger according to Major Garrett President Trump ignored questions on Monday about that mission but Dunford his top military advisor denied the Pentagon was withholding information I think we do owe the families and the American people transparency in incidents like this and we intend to deliver just that he called the incident complex He did release some basic details of the attack, saying that on October 3rd, a dozen U.S. soldiers joined more than two dozen Nigerian fighters on a mission north of Niger's capital, Naimi. A day later, the group came under attack from approximately 50 militants, described by Dunford as well-trained and well-equipped, and associated with or inspired by ISIS. Gunfire raged for an hour before the Americans radioed for help Within minutes a surveillance drone was overhead But it was another hour before French air cover arrived Now on to the uh, Russia's uh, New obsession with YouTube When the state-backed Russian news channel RT Became the first news organization to surpass 1 billion viewers On YouTube Yes, the first news organization To surpass 1 billion views It This was in 2013 It marked the achievement With a retrospective of its most Popular videos and special guest One of the Google-owned site's Senior executives Robert Kunkel A YouTube vice president Who has since Become its chief business officer Joined an RT anchor In studio where he praised RT for bonding with viewers by providing authentic content instead of agendas or propaganda. But now as investigation in Washington examined the scope and reach of Russian interference in the US uh, politics, the once cozy relationship between RT and YouTube is drawing closer scrutiny. YouTube, the world's most visited video site owned by one of the most powerful and influential corporations in America played a crucial role in helping build and expand RT an organization that the American intelligence community has described as the Kremlin's principal international propaganda outlet and a key player in Russia's information warfare operations around the world while Kremlin aligned agents secretly built fake Facebook groups to foment political division and deployed hordes of twitter bots to stoke criticism of hillary clinton rt worked out in the open bolstered by one of the largest online audiences of any news organization in the world and prominent presence a prominent presence on youtube search results this according to the new york times and according to cnn facebook is facing more questions over russia-linked ads this time in england British lawmakers have asked the company to provide information on ads purchased by the Russian-linked Facebook accounts around June's general election and last year's Brexit referendum. The chair of the Digital Cultural Media and Sports Select Committee, Damian Collins, has requested details including how much money was spent on ads, how many times they were viewed, and which Facebook users were targeted. He wrote to CEO Mark Zuckerberg last week, framing his request as part of an inquiry into fake news and the role of foreign actors abusing platforms to interfere in the political discourse of other nations. It was made public, this letter on today. Facebook confirmed it has received the letter and said it would respond once we have the opportunity to review the request. Facebook is just down the street from me, basically. Pretty darn close. And finally... You might not need an extensive sensor network or a host of volunteers to detect earthquakes in the future. In fact, the line supplying your internet access might do the trick. Researchers have developed technology that detects seismic activity through jiggling in the fiber optic lines. This according to Engadget. Laser interrogators watch for disturbances in the fiber and send information about the magnitude and direction of tremors. The system can not only detect different types of seismic waves and thus determine the seriousness of the threat but spot very minor or localized quakes that might otherwise go unnoticed fiber based detection isn't strictly new but it previously centered around acoustic sensing that required wrapping them in cement sticking them to a surface or otherwise making sure They contact the ground to make it easier to spot impurities in the signal. Now, wasn't this something they were doing up in Napa Valley, actually? They were putting these in the ground, and it was going to be very costly. Oh, this is something I heard on CrossCurrent, on KALW. That's right. They were talking about what they would need to do to create a huge system of... uh, Or maybe this was on NPR. Whatever. It was... All over the state of California What they would need to use the, the very costly system That require all these Things to be stuck in the ground And I guess we could do it also with fiber optics You can use existing fiber lines Housed in plastic pipes It should be considerably easier And cheaper to implement these detectors According to Engadget As we go outside a cafe anyway We're bringing you daily podcast Somewhere in Podcaster Valley And I, after I heard the news story Oh, you know what? Actually, it was on To The Point with Warren Olney. No, it was on The Economist. I listen to a lot of podcasts. The Economist Radio, that's actually from England, from The Economist magazine. They do their own podcast, which I listen to. They do a daily podcast. Uh, Each podcast is called something different, though. And once a week, they do a show called Babbage, named after the... One of the inventor, early inventors of the computer. So that was where I heard that. Interesting. Okay, so there you go. You're all up to date. We veered all over the place on today's show. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Which will become incredibly more popular by this weekend. Since I was on another podcast that's supposed to be uploaded this weekend. Called Your Nerd Side. And I should be on this show I was mentioning on AM 1220 over the weekend on Sunday at 2.30 in the afternoon and on Saturday, uh, rather Saturday at 2.30 in the afternoon and Sunday at 1.30 in the afternoon. Have a great day and thank you for listening. Uh, we uh, got a lot done in this meeting. Now go home and succumb to your food coma. We'll talk soon. Mike's daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at Mike's com. Email Mike now at Mike's at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.